Welcome to Beardstorm! Your beards, how it thought. Welcome to Beardstorm. My name is Matt. And my name's Norman Topside. And we're joining you here tonight on Friday night. It's Friday night for us. Uh, we just got off of work. We're about to have some beers. Which is a good idea. And uh, yeah, so just to give you guys kind of a background, we've been friends for fucking 10 years now which is crazy yeah a decade dude a decade um that's insane yeah and so yeah we just both share the same interests we like movies and video games and we kind of got into that last time but uh well we, we definitely got into that last time. <laughs> yeah but i mean we didn't really elaborate <laughs> yeah, we just yeah. like awesome shit that's pretty much it and uh yeah we're just like hanging out so yeah we're just gonna be doing this from now on so hopefully someone's listening either way it's fun it's kind of cool. So yeah, today we have a ton of stuff to cover. Um, stuff that we're really interested in that's been going on online. But uh, yeah, just to start things out, have you been playing anything new this week? Uh, no, I actually haven't been playing any games this week. I've been doing a lot of movie watching. And by the way, that reminds me, there will be spoilers throughout the podcast Good idea. Uh, for Good movies. Idea. <laughs> so if we mention a movie, just be aware that there'll be some spoilers. Um, that's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> so if it bothers you and you hear a spoiler... Here's your warning. Piss off. <laughs> that was very nice up until the piss off. <laughs> Here's your warning. Get the fuck out. <laughs> That's just how I feel about it. So No, I agree, dude. Everyone's At least good. you're warning people. Like you said earlier, some, some individuals like hate spoilers, but we're just having a casual conversation. If something slips, like last week I was talking about Ant-Man. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> whoopsie. Yeah, whoopsie. Um, my bad. But, hey, we're just chit-chatting. Fuck it. Back to your question, though. No, I haven't been playing any games other than Rocket uh, League. I've been playing that a lot more. Oh, yeah. I'm getting pretty good. Uh, I almost <laughs> got my first aerial goal today. Oh, dude, when you can fly in that game, it's fucking cool! Yeah, it just feels so awesome. And it's it'll so feel cool. way more awesome when I, when I actually do it. Yeah. But that's been a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, not much new for me in the gaming area. I have been paying attention to this game called Imperion. Imperion. It's a PC game. Uh-huh. Steam? Uh, yes, I'm not sure. I think it's uh, alpha right now, or pre-alpha maybe even. And it's kind of like Space Engineers. I'm not sure mm -hmm. any of you are familiar with that, but it's like Minecraft in space type of game, you know, survival, um, crafting. And it, it does a couple things that Space Engineers doesn't do, like planets, which is awesome. But Space Engineers will have planets eventually. Inspirion? So uh, Empyreon. Oh, my bad. Empyreon. With a Y in the middle. So E-M-P-Y. Something, something. <laughs> Imperium. I found it. Galactic Survival. That's it, yeah. So I watched a bunch of Let's Plays on it, and I'm really intrigued. So I'm, once again, stoked to build a PC so I can start playing these games that I watch on YouTube constantly. Yeah, it looks like it's definitely an alpha, but that's... Oh, you can be inside the ships as you fly them around? Oh, yeah, yeah. You can walk around the ships. You can walk around the ship. You can build a giant uh, mothership in space and then like fly shuttles down to the planet and build a base down there. There's aliens? There's, uh, yeah, it's pretty basic right now from what I've seen. Like a couple different species of aliens that... But there are drones as well. Drones protect a lot of what? parts of the planets. This looks really cool, dude. Yeah, it looks awesome. I'm 100% uh, stoked to play that. What? Do you know how much the... Uh, is it just like one of those games you, you kind of back the alpha type thing on Steam? I'm not too sure. Um, the Let's Players that I've watched of it, they don't really say 
much about like where they get it. So okay. just so they have it. I think I think a lot of them talk to the devs and they got keys for it or something like that. Oh, that totally makes sense. Uh, yeah, it looks like it's doing uh, early access. It hits Steam on August fifth, and early access. There is no price. What? There we go. Steam store. Uh, no price. All right. Well. Yeah, we'll come August back 5th, to yeah. guys, so. August fifth, uh, dude. That actually looks really cool. I'm not super into building games, um, but I actually picked up. Uh, I backed the early access of Lego Worlds. Oh yeah, which is kind of like Minecraft. Um, it's beautiful, and mm. I've been really busy recently. But I put about 15, 20 minutes into it when I first downloaded it. Uh, it's awesome. Yeah, so, it looks pretty good. This looks cool, man. Anything in space where you can build, it's it's gonna be cool. It what def- about you? Uh, what have you been playing? Um, right now, I, I just finished up Arkham Knight last night. I got 100% on it. Um, no idea how many hours I put into it, but I balls deep in that game. 100 freaking percent. 100%. So, um, I didn't get the Platinum Trophy, though. I still have to finish a couple of the AR missions, but I got 100% in the story, and I'm almost done with everything else for the Platinum. Uh, worth it, if you're a Batman fan? Yeah. So you get the ultimate Nightfall ending, which is loosely based off the comic Nightfall which is kind of cool so uh, that was awesome I'm not really playing anything else besides that uh, I just got a link between worlds for my DS um, so I'll start that soon I'm playing Xenoblade on my DS but I am keep falling asleep every night when I play it really? <laughs> is it boring or just the time of night you're playing? <laughs> no it's just I'm playing it late at night it's like a hefty RPG um, it's really pretty for the new 3DS but I'll open the screen look at it for 15 minutes next thing I'm going to wake up with it like <laughs> in my lap so I'm just it's just too late. Boring. <laughs> it's too late. Um, I am actually looking forward to this game called Until Dawn. It comes out August 25th. And if you guys haven't seen this at all, uh, it's going to be a PS4 game. It's a horror game. Um, and it says here, Until Dawn is designed to be replayed multiple times as players will not be able to understand the full version with only just one playthrough. Each playthrough will last about nine hours in length, and the game mechanics will utilize a new in-game system called the Butterfly Effect, which any choice of action by the player may cause major unforeseen consequences later on. It sounds kind of cool. That's the promise that I love to hear, is uh, games offering change like that. Yeah, so dude. I'm hoping that that pans out and mm-hmm. works as advertised, because that sounds pretty awesome. Adaptive gameplay? Yeah. That's excellent. So it's, it's a horror game coming out for PS4, August 25th. It's not getting a ton of hype, but I think it looks awesome. It has the graphics are really good, obviously, but they have voice actors like Hayden Penetere from uh, Heroes. Um, she's in it, so yeah, it it sounds like a cool game, a really cool game. So I'll check that out. That's cool. the new thing coming up for me. Um, uh, let's see here. Any other games this month that you're looking forward to? Uh, no, the end of July, August first area. Not much. I. I Next thing I'll probably get is whatever is going to be on PlayStation Plus mm-hmm. for August. Oh, yeah. I haven't checked what it is yet, but that's probably the next game. Yeah, I, don't, I have no idea. Did, I wonder if they even announced it yet. They um, did. I read I read them, and I totally forgot them. <laughs> uh, these are coming up, but I totally forgot. Yeah. I do that all the time. Um, for PS4, they have... Uh, for the PlayStation 4, Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris oh, and sweet. Limbo. Um, Limbo's cool. Is that Laura Croft game? Is that like the uh, the new one that came out with the updated engine and everything? Uh, like I think the Temple of Osiris is actually the top down one. Um, or uh, there was one that was like multiplayer and one that was like a top down multiplayer. 
Um, Motorcraft and the Temple of Osiris is an action-adventure game developed by Crystal Dynamics, uh, published by Square Enix. Uh, yeah, this is the multiplayer one. Okay. So it's like a, it's like a group thing. <sighs> I'm disappointed. I was hoping it was the uh, the new Laura Croft, you know? You mean, I, I never got to play that one. Then. Oh, you mean just Tomb Raider? Tomb Raider, yeah. Oh, man. That game... What? You didn't play that? No, I totally missed what? it. What? I never played Tomb Raider games. <sighs> you didn't have to play any of them. You could have picked up this new one and... Holy shit. Really? Okay, so... Next time that thing's on sale, it's worth the 20 bucks. It's okay. such a good game. Um, a lot of people bitch on Reddit sometimes that it's like too cinematic, and then a lot of people just really, really love it. I loved it. It was so much fun and really pretty. And I'm kind of bummed the new one's going to be Xbox exclusive for a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, P- Steam gets it uh, January. Okay. So, so I might get it on Steam. Um, I played the last one on Steam, but I really wanted to pick it up for PS4. I just like that controller too much. Yeah. You know. But, um, yeah, no other games that I, I can think of really that are coming out for myself. So, I don't know. Um, all right, let's go on to, like, movie and movies and stuff. Uh, fucking Channing Tatum. Oh, yeah. Uh, Channing Tatum backing out of Gambit. Backed out of Gambit. He was just at Comic-Con three weeks ago? Yeah. Three weeks ago with the whole cast of uh, Age of Apocalypse and uh, Fantastic Four and fucking Stan Lee. Yeah, from what I've read, he's really been interested in that character and has wanted to do a movie for it for a while. So uh, I'm not sure what the issue was, why he backed out. Maybe there was something else he wanted to do instead or maybe the script was balls. (laughs) But... I thought I was reading is everyone was saying the script might have been balls. Like, they weren't doing the character justice, and apparently he's a big fan of Gambit. Yeah. I'm not is... really excited to see him as Gambit, though. I don't really care. Oh, no, dude. Like, I mean, Channing Tatum, people go fucking ape shit over him. Yeah. I think the best thing he's done was his cameo and fucking This Is The End. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that was it. And I think I think someone I had thought about, whenever I think of Gambit, for some reason, I think of, uh, and we haven't seen this guy around for a while, I don't think, but Josh Hartnett. As I feel Gambit? Like, I feel like he could play a Gambit. Like a super Louisiana Cajun <laughs> mutant. Yeah. I think he could pull it off. I've never thought about that. Yeah, it might be weird. I mean, I can kind of see that. <laughs> Especially if he wears like the head thing and the coat. And... Yeah. Fuck. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> never thought about that. Strange opinion, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, for some reason that's who pops into my mind huh. when I think of Gambit. For some reason, I, I was thinking you were going to say, uh, no idea why, I was, I was thinking you were going to say Clive Owen. Oh, Clive Owen? I could actually see that, too. I, I don't know why. I just, for some reason, that popped in my head. Yeah. He's an awesome actor, but... Clive Owen's pretty dope. Yeah, he's pretty dope. Fucking underrated. Um, so yeah, Channing Tatum backed out. Um, like I said, just less than a month ago, he was on stage promoting the fact that he was Gambit, so... Yeah. Uh, whatever. Some people are pissed. I was kind of, meh, about the whole thing yeah. anyway. Uh, just like I'm kind of on the fence about everything else they're putting out <laughs> I mean Fantastic Four comes out in a week yep and speaking of Fantastic Four they uh, they did some bullshit online where there's actually the press embargo which normally happens anyway but uh, they're not lifting the embargo until hours before the movie releases yeah and and so you, that's always usually a sign that it might not be very good it, it usually is in the video game world that's how it is when they do those embargoes like they're hiding something yeah and a lot of people online are just fucking livid right now. It's like, why can't you tell us how the film is? Yeah. It's because, I mean, people have obviously seen it. They have reviewed it. It seems like they might have something to hide, but we'll see. 
I mean, that movie did have reshoots three months ago. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, dude. So they had the whole problem with Josh Trank where um, some of the film wasn't finished or wasn't up to par. and I don't know. I mean, Josh Trank has a lot of praise because he did Chronicle. And uh, a lot of people like Chronicle. Yeah. And then he did that short on uh, YouTube, uh, Stabbing at Leia's 22nd Birthday. And so, you know, he's got a lot of praise. He made one YouTube video, one indie movie, and then they gave him uh, Fantastic Four. Huge upgrade. Yeah. And so, apparently it didn't live up to it, and they had to do reshoots, but I don't know. I still want to see it, just because it's it's a superhero film. I like comic book movies. Yeah. Um, It looks different, like we were talking about last week, so... We'll see, man. Still kind of weird that there's a press embargo that lasts that long on it. Um, anything you've been researching on your end regarding like movies? Anything happening with that? Um, no, not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, there's a, definitely a lot of things coming out movie-wise. I know that uh, Mission Impossible, the new one, just came out today. Today. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see that. I've been hearing good things, mm-hmm. so. Definitely good things online about it. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah, I haven't really seen anything else that's like, other than just movies that I've watched. Um, I mean, in terms of stuff that's going on, I saw that there's a service called Shudder. Um, I heard about this probably a week or two ago, and I, I know it's been out longer than that. But uh, AMC actually launched their own horror streaming service. AMC, like the channel? Yeah. Yeah, AMC, they, uh, it's a streaming movie service for horror fans, and it starts at $5 a month, so it's pretty reasonable. It's a new service, and if you just check out their website, it's $5 a month, and I think it's $50 a year if you pay in advance, so it's really not that hmm. bad. But uh, right away, they have like ABCs of Death, Absentia, um, American Werewolf in London, excellent movie, Basket Case, Bay, Bay of Blood, like a lot of, a lot of horror movies that have, you know, the people have seen. That's really interesting, and $5 a month really isn't that big of a deal if you really like horror movies. It's Netflix for horror movies. Yeah. That's That's perfect for me. I'm actually signing up for it tomorrow. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to pay the year in advance, but I'll do the $5. Yeah, try it out. Yeah. And, you know, maybe maybe the movies they're showing you there are the only good ones. Who knows? Um, well, I mean, they show you. There's 14 pages of movies. They have over 200 films right now. And oh, okay. I've seen probably half of these, I would say. Um, but for five dollars, I some of these I've never even heard of. Yeah, and some of them are old, some are new. They had the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, the originals, which is cool. Yeah, so it's a cool service. Uh, AMC is definitely trying to get more into horror. Cool, it's like a, a whole new world. A whole new horror world, <laughs> <laughs> full of whores. Whores, whores. So it looks awesome. Um, speaking of which, Sci-Fi is actually doing their own horror-based TV show coming out. Um. It is called uh, let's Blood Car. Is it Blood Car, or no? It's based on the movie Blood Car. Oh, I think I that's what read. it was. Yeah, isn't <laughs> it? Do they have a name for it? There's no name for it, so maybe it is Blood Car. But uh, oh, it's called Blood Drive. Blood oh, Drive. That's so, clever. Yeah. It's like two things. Blood Drive. <laughs> yeah, it's driven by blood. <laughs> um, yeah, so. It's a car that is that runs on blood, human blood. Hmm, that's interesting. But it wouldn't work on animal blood. Only human blood. Human blood. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. It doesn't really say. So I'm sure at some point some dude's gonna sacrifice something to it. Yeah, we'll you know, see. It is a sci-fi movie. Hell, Satan. So that's. The thing. <laughs> 
Uh, speaking of Satan, the uh, the statue of Baphomet went up in Detroit this week. That went that made the internet break a little bit. Really, I have no idea what you're talking. about. Are you serious, yeah. dude? The Satanic Temple finally have their own statue of. Really, they in got Detroit. it up. All right, they cool. got it up, man. I've they heard got... that that was a thing that they were trying to do. I just didn't know what it was called. It, they're trying to do it, and everyone's <sighs> fighting it. <laughs> it's because yeah modern satanism shit all over they're just like oh my god you worship the devil and it's like you guys don't really know what modern satanism is yeah so, i'm not a satanist by any means but it, if you look into it it's not nearly as sinister as you would imagine based it's on its name the name that's the thing basically though the whole philosophy is don't be a dick to others exactly. and if people are a dick to you destroy them yep <laughs> and mix in a little bit of atheism in there boom yeah. you have the modern satanist there's a lot more to it than that but that's just the basis um just be a good person. Yeah. Do good things for yourself and people around you. you know? Satanism. Don't be a douche. Yeah, don't be a douche. <laughs> um, so yeah, they got their statue up. It looks fucking cool. Really? Is it the the goat person guy? Yeah, it's, no. it's they have the full awesome. Baphomet statue and yeah, it looks so good. Um, so the way it worked from what I was reading is they were getting protested, obviously. There was a bunch of organizations and groups and churches protesting and so... They booked a venue. It got canceled. It got canceled seven times at seven different venues wow. because they, all these venues started getting bad press. So the final, like three days before it, they set up a meeting location for everyone to meet up. And when you showed up, here's the clever part. They would only tell you the location if you signed a contract saying you sign your soul over to Satan. <laughs> and as a, you know, if you're a modern Satanist, you know that doesn't mean shit. Right. So... They were just having people sign them, and if you signed it, they would tell you the real location. They'd slip you the address on a piece of paper, and it was at a venue warehouse place in Detroit somewhere, and yeah, apparently it was a big old party, just everyone enjoying music, and they unveiled the statue, and it seemed crazy. But yeah, that's really interesting. I, I'm surprised I didn't hear about it. Yeah, man, it was it was a big deal this week, so I, I know a lot of people were uh, butthurt about it, and some were super excited, but that's cool. You know, it's all about equality, so hopefully... Uh, Hopefully yeah. they get more of it instead of getting death threats by <laughs> crazy zealots. <laughs> Whatever. It's happening. Um, so yeah, there's a show coming out that runs on blood and <laughs> Satan. Um, unfortunately, so there is some bad news this week. Uh, today, uh, Roddy Piper passed away. Um, I don't know if you saw that. Oh my god, dude. Well, the, the wrestler. <laughs> the wrestler. The wrestler. Uh, Roddy Piper passed away today. He was in um, They Live, which is an awesome John Carpenter film. Uh, he's in uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He's the maniac. He's a, such a cool character, but everyone knows him from being a wrestler and a good father in person. So 61, he, that's young. Yeah, he passed away at 61 today, unfortunately. So that's, that's From cardiac arrest. Cardiac arrest, yeah. That's bad. Hopefully his family's all right. So, um, I don't know. Do you watch cartoons at all? I not really. Not typically. No. I watch. Uh, you know, I've watched obviously American Dad, Family Guy, mm. some Simpsons. Simpsons sucks. I just pissed off everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say the Simpsons sucks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Everyone hates you. I don't watch a whole lot of cartoons, not not out of choice. I just there aren't a whole lot that I've found that I like. Uh-huh. Uh, I like some animes, like Death Note. I really enjoyed. Uh-huh. Is that um, is that good? Everyone seems to love that show. Man, I I would strongly encourage you if you like anime to watch Death Note. I don't. I haven't seen a lot of animes, but Death Note is amazing. I don't like anime at all. 
Really? Yeah. You I mean, like back, in the, Ball Z, back in the day, we liked Dragon Ball Z. I don't like it anymore. Wow, dude. <laughs> I just started watching the Cell Saga recently, and I love it. It's, it's still... It's, it's cheese, but I don't know how it, you Of course like it. it's super <laughs> cheese. I mean, I'm not going <clears> to <throat> shit all over those moments where I was like, oh, man, Dragon Ball Z was the best. But um, Death Note, it's very adult. It's not like a kid's anime. It's not like... <laughs> Like poppy jumping around goofiness it's pretty serious and uh, lots of lot, a lot is at stake mm-hmm. very cool background stories and lore and the writing is just amazing like, the intelligence of the main character is just really cool to see unfold mm-hmm. so that's awesome I would, that, oh sorry does that have to do with like a ghost type thing yeah I think they're called Shinemames or Shiginamis okay because I, I remember seeing something like and I want to say, like, five years ago, there was, like, a ghost or something, or... Yeah, they come from another, like, universe or dimension or realm or something, mm-hmm. and that's where the Death Note comes from. They have a Death Note, I believe, if I remember right, and they... And the Shinigami, the ghost, goes to our realm, mm-hmm. and he drops his Death Note. And what the Death Note is, is it's a book where if you write someone's name, that mm-hmm. person will die within 24 hours. Oh, shit. And you can get specific with it, like... So and so will die at such and such time for such and such reason, and it will happen. Wow! So this kid, the main character, he's like a just out of high school or like just freshman in college type of dude, age, around that age. Mm-hmm. He finds the Death Note, and then so he basically is able to use it, and he uses it for crazy stuff. And the Shinigami guy comes back, and they kind of like hang out. I think for some reason, he has to be with them or something like that. Huh. Very mm-hmm. cool show. Huh. I, I've heard good things online, and I, like I said, I saw the ghost thing and a book. Yeah, that's all I know. <laughs> so it sounds kind of cool, dude. Um, is it on Netflix? It is. The whole thing is on that's, Netflix. I'll have to check it out then, because uh, I'm a Netflix whore. Yeah. Um, I'll seriously watch anything up there. <laughs> uh, oh, do you watch original Netflix shows? <clears throat> yeah, I watched uh, recently. Actually, just finished season one of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Did you like it? I love that show. Dude, I thought it was hilarious. It's so good. Yeah. Um, uh, what's her name? Ellie Kemper, the main, the girl. Oh, oh okay, dude, yeah. she's fucking awesome. Yeah, she's hilarious. She's cute and she's funny, and that show has like a really nice bubbly feeling to yeah. it. Yeah, and I love the intro. It, oh uh, yeah. It's just kind of funny, and uh, yeah, when I first heard about it, I was kind of like, eh. yeah. but watching it, it's hilarious. I love it. It's very funny. Um, very quotable. It's, it is very quotable, and it's written by uh, Tina Fey. Yeah. That's, so it's a totally Tina Fey thing, and like Tina Fey and the original group from uh, 30 Rock, and it has that same feel to yeah. it. It's like bubbly and fun, and the world kind of poops on you, but they do like a lighthearted side yeah. to it. So. Females are strong as hell, so. Dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the intro song's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's cool. At, but uh, I just watched all of it, too, within like three days. Yeah, Power Oh, watch. I loved it, dude. Such a good show. Um, so there's that. Um, actually, today, I don't know if you like that movie, um, Wet Hot American Summer, but the show went up today. Wasn't a fan of the movie. Um, I, I, I have some interest in seeing the show, though. I'll check it out. Okay. I mean, if you, if you didn't like the movie, I'm hoping they're similar. I haven't watched any of it yet. I think that, for me, that just the biggest turnoff was kind of like the production value of it. I was like, it's this pretty feels low. like a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this movie, I don't want to watch it. And, and the thing is, like, the I, movie's I probably also... didn't give it a fair chance, because I'm... I'm like that. Yeah. Sometimes. You might like it now, but if you watch the show and then go watch the movie, you, you'll probably dig it too. I don't really know if it, there's a recommended order to watching it, because the show is, it's the first day at camp, 
where the movie is the last day of camp. Have you watched any of the show? No, I haven't. I, I was about to start it this morning, and I'm like, you know what? I'll save it for Saturday morning. I'm going to just watch as many as I can. Yeah. They're 27 minutes oh, yeah. an episode, eight episodes. They got the whole cast, dude. There's a huge yeah, cast. That. pretty like, cool. So, I don't know. looks cool. Outside of that, I also recently finished Sense8, which is on mm. Netflix. And, wow, that show, I thought it was awesome. Mm. Uh, it's uh, Wachowski... Uh, the Wachowskis did the show. They, Siblings. They direct a few of the episodes, <laughs> actually, too. The first episode, definitely. Uh, but the the characters in the show are just so likable, and... I don't know, I miss it. I miss the show being on, and I wish there was more episodes I could watch. How many seasons? So far, it's just got one season, I believe 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's got a pretty cool story. It's kind of difficult to explain and make sense, but basically these eight different people mm-hmm. can experience each other. Like, they can mentally be where they are, and, like, it, it feels like to them they're standing right next to them. They can reach out and touch them, and they can feel it, and they can smell the air and everything. What? But so, they're not really there. But they're all sharing the same experience. But they're all sharing... They can, like, jump... Like, they're all from a different parts of the world. Uh-huh. Like there's an, a person from India. There's a person in uh, Chicago. Mm-hmm. And only, to use that as an example, the Chicago guy can think about the person in India, and he'll be there with her and talk to her. He's not there physically, but... Mentally, he's there. They can mm-hmm. actually have conversations and stuff like that. And they, they each have kind of different skills. Like, the Chicago guy's a cop. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a girl from, in Korea who's, like, a martial arts person. She's really good at martial arts. And there's a guy in uh, Nairobi. I think I said that right. Is that right? Is that yeah. The place? <laughs> <You said it. laughs> so he's there. And, like, for another example, he gets into a confrontation with a group of bad guys. Mm-hmm. And he, like summons the the korea girl Mm -hmm. and you can also take control of each other's bodies so she takes control of his body and uses her martial arts skills to beat the crap out of all these bad dudes oh that's cool so there's stuff like that that happens Mm -hmm. very cool i really liked it damn so when when they when they go to someone else do does the person they kind of go visit like say say the dude in chicago goes to the guy in india does he somehow see him I know he's not physically there but can he like see like a spirit or his presence somehow yeah he sees him how he looks just it looks like he's right next to him uh-huh. but the guy okay so there's a dude in Chicago uh-huh. he transfers over and he's talking to the girl that lives in India so while he's doing that he sees India and what she's looking at uh-huh. but she also sees what he's seeing in Chicago oh so they, they like share the experience simultaneously in a uh-huh. way and it's really weird, but it's kind of cool. But then they're also still conscious during the whole thing when they're, like, in their own place, right? Right. So they're experiencing, like, two things at once. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That's actually really cool. It, it, it was getting a lot of hype. Uh, I heard it a lot at Comic-Con. Oh, really? For some reason, I heard someone talking about it, and I'm like, what is this Sense8 shit? <clears throat> um, but then when I got home, I saw it was on Netflix. And is that an original for Netflix? It is, yeah. Damn. Uh, Dude, I haven't heard any talk of season two. I don't mm-hmm. really know how well the show was received or anything, mm-hmm. so I'm hoping that it gets made because it, it blew me away. Really, just not not even just the story, but just the the way the characters were, how well done they were. Mm-hmm. You care about the characters and what's going to happen and stuff, and it's kind of a, a positive show. Like it just makes you happy seeing these people get to know each other from around That's the world, cool. and they kind of become a family, you know, because they have this special bond with mm-hmm. each other. Because at first they have no idea that they exist, yeah, and they just start randomly experiencing it. They're like, "What the hell is happening? I don't. Is this real or what?" <laughs> yeah. So that's really cool. It was kind of a... That was fun to watch. 
that is really cool. The, the fact that they get to grow together in a way. Yeah. Damn. And is it the show's pretty new though, right? Yeah, last year, 2014. Dang, dude. Um, I'm gonna start that right away. Yeah. I gotta watch Wet Hot American Summer first, but Sense Eight, I keep seeing it pop up in my queue, and I'm just, I don't know. I keep putting it off for some reason. Yeah, I think you'll like it, man. It's pretty good. The Wachowski siblings, they're back. Back. And well, they just had Jupiter ascending out. Which it didn't get well received. Did you see it? I didn't. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. How was it? You know, <laughs> I heard it. Ha- it could have been really good. That's kind of how I felt about it. I felt like the lore, the story behind everything was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But the story that the movie was focused on, I didn't really care about. It was the stuff other than the main stories what I was interested in, mm-hmm. and I didn't wasn't great. I didn't like it very much. That's what I was reading on Reddit today. They were just like, this movie had so much potential. And they did nothing with it. I heard visually it was awesome. Yeah, it was enjoyable to, to look at, I would say. Like all the spacey sci-fi stuff. But yeah. They didn't do anything with the actual right. progression of the story. So. And I think like Channing Tatum's gun, like it, silly stuff like this, it sounds like a dog bark a little bit. Like bark, bark, bark when he <laughs> shoots it. Like there's also a laser sound there, uh-huh. but you can hear like a dog barking behind it. That's weird. Yeah, I don't like that. Were you the only one that noticed that or someone online say it too? I'm not sure. I haven't really read anything about that. <laughs> dog bark gun. Yeah, that's kind of really weird. weird. Uh, I still want to watch it, um, so I'll have to check it out soon. But uh, yeah, dude, so I'll watch Sense8. Um, let's see here. Channing Tatum. He's back. Uh, anything else that you're, uh, you've you been watching recently? Yeah, I uh, watched a couple movies last night, in fact. Uh, one I've been wanting to talk about is called oh. The One I Love. Yeah. And uh, this was directed by Charlie McDowell, written by Justin Ladder. It stars Mark Duplass and Elizabeth Moss. And uh, Ted Danson's in it as well, briefly. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Ted Danson, but you'd recognize him if you saw him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and yeah, this this movie was awesome. I, I had no idea what it was about going into it, and that might be one reason why I really enjoyed it. But the description per IMDb, struggling with the marriage on the brink of falling apart, a couple escapes for a weekend in pursuit of their better selves, only to discover an unusual dilemma that awaits them. And so without giving too much away, uh, basically what the movie is, is it's a couple that goes, like the description said, to a retreat. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just like a house, like a regular house. It's a pretty nice house, though, and it has a guest house. Um, It has a detached guest house, which is awesome. And so the first night that they're there, you know, you can tell their marriage is on the rocks or whatever. They're not in love like they used to be. Mm -hmm. And... um, so they decide to have a good night, and they're trying to get their mind off their problems. They have some wine, they smoke some pot, and then uh, she finds herself in the guest house with her husband, and they're just having a great time. Like you can see, the chemistry's coming back; they're enjoying each other. And you know, she ends up sleeping with him, and then she goes back to the main house because mm-hmm. um, he said that she had to go get something. And when she gets there, she sees her husband sleeping on the couch. What? So she wakes him up and she's like, "How'd you how'd you get back here before me?" And you know, because I just I just walked over here and now you're here asleep. And he's like, oh, "What are you talking about?" And she's like, "We just had sex." And he's like, "What?" She has like no memory of it, or he has no memory of it. And so it's just kind of weird like that. And so you find out that when he goes into the, the guest house next, when she's his wife is still in the main house, he goes into the guest house and his wife is in there. So it's just really weird. Like, you know, it seems like there's... He's seeing his wife in the guest house, and she sees her husband in the guest house 
when they're apart from each other. Mm-hmm. So it's like copies of themselves. That's fucking creepy. But the weird thing is the copies are kind of like hyperbole, like better versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. So she, the wife, starts to kind of like fall in love with the copy husband. The better version of him. And what was really cool about it is the the actual real husband and wife, they discover this and like, this is super weird. Like, they test it in front of each other, which they so they confirm it right away that this is really happening. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any bullshit about like, this isn't really happening. You're mm-hmm. crazy. And they kind of have fun with it at first, you know, and that was kind of a fun part of the movie. It's kind of a, the tones shift a lot in the movie. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's kind of funny and then suddenly it's kind of dark, mm-hmm. which I liked. So yeah, it's, it's really cool. I don't want to say much more because I don't want to spoil just experiencing it for the first time or whatever. Yeah. So I would definitely watch it. It was one of the, one of my favorite movies I've seen in a while, I think. Really? I just looked it up and the artwork for the poster is fantastic. And then, uh, yeah, the, the actors that are in it are pretty good, dude. Yeah, Mark Duplass, I don't know if you've seen him in uh, the movie Creep, which is also on Netflix. He's also in The League. Oh, he's in The League. That's yeah, what dude. he's from. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, this guy looks so familiar to me. Yeah, he's uh, he's Pete from the league. And, Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, Pete's awesome. All right, well, that's awesome too. I, <laughs> I did not realize that somehow. I, I, but just looking at the, uh, I'm looking at reviews. And I'm not trying to spoil it or anything, but it, it sounds it sounds really cool from what you explain what they're saying here. It it almost comes off creepy based off the description you just gave me. Yeah, it has kind of, and there's parts, especially when they're first realizing what's happening. There are a couple parts where it's creepy. It's like. What yeah. is this? Like, how is this possible? Where are they coming from? What is what is their purpose? Mm-hmm. Why are they copying us? Are they aware that they're copying us? Mm-hmm. All these questions get asked in the movie and, and answered. And it was just really well done. The acting was on par. I really love uh, Mark Duplass's acting. I really liked him in Creep. It's good, then. I didn't watch Creep yet, actually. Creep's on Netflix, and that's something I haven't watched. It's got, uh, on my Netflix anyway, it's got like one star or something. Dude, it has bad reviews. Yeah, and it's really short, too, which is, usually if a movie's under 90 minutes long, I won't watch it, but... Yeah. I couldn't stop watching the movie the whole time. I thought it was was good. I want to check it out. I was reading some stuff online about it, but uh, uh, yeah, on Netflix, it has low reviews. Yeah. Um, Yeah, how long is that movie? Oh, yeah, it looks like it's, like, 40 minutes long. And even the one I love is only 91 minutes long, so it's not very long either. That's pretty short. Okay, no, this one's 80 minutes. So, Creep's 80 minutes, and then... It's under an hour and a half, man. Yeah. That's a short horror movie. I I would skip Creep. I I liked watching it, but I wouldn't watch it again, probably. But the one I love, definitely Mm -hmm. check that out. No, that sounds awesome. And Ted Danson, uh, he's from uh, Cheers, so it's like... Yeah. (laughs) Get some Ted Danson There's also a voice cameo. And I can't think of her name, but she plays the mom in Step Brothers. And she was in Back to the Future 3. Oh, um... Jesus, dude. I know you're talking about. Mary Steenburgen. So, she, was, uh, she was Clara from uh, Back to the Future 3. Yes, yes. And Here when I watched is. the movie, I didn't know. I, I heard the voice. I was like, that, I know that's the voice I'm thinking of. And I looked it up, and it was. I was like, oh, cool. That's weird that she just has a random voice cameo in here for 20 seconds. There she is. Yeah, dude. She's awesome in Step Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So she, her voice is in there, too, then. that's. So that's my spiel for the one I love. Um, let me know what you think. Yeah, I'll watch that. I have some uh, some homework to do this week. Um, the one I love, I'll probably watch that. I'm going to watch Wet Hot American Summer first. So I'll get that over and done with this weekend. Yeah, but... so you got you got to watch 
Wet Hot American Summer, uh, Sensei, uh-huh. and then you gotta watch the one I love. I think I'm gonna watch the one I love before I watch Sensei. Sensei is a commitment, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, Wet Hot American Summer, they're 22 to 27 minutes an episode. I'm going to knock that out this weekend. Yeah. So that's easy. Um, the one I love, though, that's. Yeah, that's gonna be a movie I watch ASAP. Um, I still gotta watch fucking Mad Max. God damn it. Dude, you moron. I Mad know! Max. I haven't seen Mad Max! I'm fucking... I'm so behind. Yeah, like, you can't even talk about action movies anymore until you've seen it. I know, man. I'm a disappointment. Yeah, my name's Matt, and I haven't watched Mad Max. <laughs> I don't have a penis. <laughs> it's seriously gone, dude. The second, like, I got past that, like, one week without seeing Mad Max, I was like, well, my dick fell off. Yeah. It's gone. You poor thing. <sighs> I let you down, Tom Hardy. Then we have to go see Mission Impossible. We can't skip that one. You haven't even seen the fourth one, though. No. You don't need to see it, I don't think. Ghost Protocol? Yeah, <laughs> they're kind of like independent. They kind of they're are. self-contained. I mean, it helps to know who the characters are, but you do from seeing one, two, and three. Well, it's the thing. Yeah, I, I don't. You could watch one, two, or three by themselves and pretty much get the whole story. I think the only real addition that comes out of Ghost Protocol is Jeremy Renner. Okay, he gets added to the group, mm-hmm. um, but Simon Pegg's still in it from three and four, and Bing Rhames is in it. So he's in all of them. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, I still want to watch Ghost Protocol. Bruce Protocol. Ah, <laughs> Ghost Protocol, just because everyone says it's awesome. Yeah, we'll go check out Bruce Protocol. Bruce Protocol. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch that shit immediately. Um, but Five looks cool, man. I want to see it, so we'll go check that out. Cool. That for sure. Uh, Sinister Two also, I think, came out today or comes out soon. Um, I don't know if you saw the first one, I but. Have not. <sighs> Hey, I feel like that we've each seen a lot of things, and it's kind of cool that we've seen different things. That's the cool thing. We live in a world where we can both see different shit (laughs) and still enjoy our time. Um, I don't know. Did Sinister 2... No, Sinister 2 comes out August 21st of this year. Damn, you're like a month off. I know. There's a month off. I just... The posters are popping up everywhere, so I'm like, okay, uh, did I miss something? Is it on Netflix, the first one? No. Okay. That's a crappy thing. Um, Maybe it's on Voodoo. It's probably on Vudu. It's on Google Play if you want to rent it. Um, I like the first one. I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but it uh, it's not super scary. It's just a, I guess it's a decent horror film. Um, plus Ethan Hawke's in it. Oh, I love Ethan Hawke. I was going to say, if you like Ethan Hawke, Ethan Hawke's the guy. That's my boy! That's my boy! Yeah, Ethan Hawke's the, the main character. He's the dad. Um, he's pretty sweet. And it's a pretty fucked up horror mystery movie. <laughs> So you got to figure out this mystery, and it's creepy, and there's some death, and it's a good mix of the yeah, two. Yeah, sounds good. Um, so yeah, dude, uh, I have a fucking list of shit I wrote down here that I have to watch. <laughs> Fuck. Plus, I'm gonna start Shutter tomorrow. Yeah, let me know how that is. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm five dollars. I also just started Marvel Unlimited. I don't know if you ever heard of that service. Um, it's a uh, it's a comic book service for Marvel it's $10 a month and you can read all of Marvel's comic books up until six months ago oh wow so you can read some of their really old golden age shit silver age stuff um, their modern comics all the way up until January of this year are they like shitty scans or is it like nice digital nice and digital you can do smart panels where it will zoom into each panel and cover the rest up where you touch it and it will zoom and go in order so you get a full experience I would love to have a tablet just for that just for that and that's that's why having a big phone is awesome Um, yeah (laughs) so that's (laughs) that's why it's awesome on the Nexus 6 but 
Um, that service, I did the. They did an Ant Man deal where it was one penny for your first month to try it out. Oh, cool! I've easily got my pennies worth out of it. Uh, <laughs> hope, I, I hope, hope so. <laughs> I mean, I've had the service for three or four days, and I'm already like twenty something issues in. That's cool. It, it, yeah, instead of just playing games or checking Instagram when I'm taking a shit, I'm like, well, I'll just read a fucking issue or two real quick. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. Uh, if DC offered a service like that, I would pay them twenty dollars a month for it. Wow. That's yeah. Cool. So Marvel Unlimited, ten bucks a month, or it's sixty dollars for a year, and all you can read comic books. Nice. Thousands of books. So that's cool. Um, that's pretty much it for stuff that I've watched or I'm looking forward to. I mean. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we can move on to some online news and talk about mm-hmm. some of the new shit that's been happening. Yeah. Uh, right off the bat, I could start if you'd like. Uh, so this is kind of totally off topic from what we were just on about. Uh, but this is about a recent discovery, I believe. Yeah, recent, I would say. So astronomers have found the closest rocky planet outside our solar system using the Spitzer Space Telescope. The planet, known as HD 219134b, orbits a star just 21 light years away, and NASA is calling a potential gold mine of science Jesus. data. Um, so... It's pretty cool. I mean, the, the coolest thing about it is that it's like, oh, cool, it's rocky. It's not just some piece of shit gas or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, also, it's just 21 light years away, which in space terms is like like my bathroom, just like over there. It's really close. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would still take us like 100,000 years or something to get there crazy like that. Mm-hmm. But um, the downside is it's probably not a good place for life. It's 1.6 times the size of Earth more than four times the mass which just makes it too big basically mm-hmm. and I guess it's too close to the host star Those are some, that's a pretty big problem <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's but a large problem still we, it, what this proves is that like not too long ago everyone's mm-hmm. like oh there's probably no planets out there like there's probably, planets are probably rare Yeah. and then it was like oh well, you know, there's probably a lot of like shitty ice planets and gas planets all over the place but rocky planets are probably pretty rare still Oh, yeah. But now we're finding out, like, holy shit, there's rocky planets all over the place. Mm-hmm. There's some that are, like, super close. And while it might not be great for natural life, it could be a good place for us to, to, to terraform or move life to. Very true. And make it survivable, survivable for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, that's, that was my NASA news here that I thought was kind of cool and wanted to share. Do you think they're going to... Um did they use that new the new telescope to check that out? Because I know they were talking about using the uh, what is it the James. Something? Well, this one used the Spitzer telescope. That's what it is. My bad. The Spit the Spitzer. That's I think, like, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but that's that's how I read it as. I think it's like that's the one that's like ten not ten but like double double the size of. I'm thinking of something totally different. <laughs> Never mind. Hubble. And this just comes not too long after uh, Earth 2.0 announcement a couple weeks ago or last week. About the planet they found that's very similar to Earth. Oh, the Kepler one? Yeah, the Kepler one. Kepler 452b or something? I believe so, yeah. Something like that. That's pretty cool. So this a lot of cool space news lately. Dude, that's so awesome. And uh, that's that's what I was thinking of. The uh, the James Webb Space Telescope. And it's um, it's bigger than the, the Hubble Telescope. So they're going to start using the James Webb Telescope to take more pictures of these things soon. Now that they've, they've been fully discovered. So. That's going to be awesome. And I also read about that... Um, no, nah, never mind. I forgot what I was going to say, actually. Fucking... <laughs> 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 um, 
Yeah. Well, uh, in other news, uh, North Korea is threatening South Korea and the U.S. again. <laughs> oh, God. Which means nothing is going to happen. Yeah. Which <laughs> means nothing. Nothing is going to happen. Kim Jong-un is a piece of shit, and he's starving his people, and that's really sad. Yeah. It's... And horrible. They have a track record, though, and this, once again, I'm sure will confirm it, that whenever they need money or food aid, yeah. um, hey, we're going we're gonna to destroy you, and then everyone's like, here, we'll give you money if you don't. Do what you're saying, and then they're like, fine. Yeah, we're good. And it's just every year. And, you know, at one point I was actually kind of worried about that stuff. Like, oh, my God, I don't want, like, a war to happen. Yeah. But now after, like, seeing this happen, like, seven years in a row, I'm just over it. <laughs> it's really sad because, obviously, the people, they're out, they're suffering. Yeah. And... It's a dangerous situation, for sure. It's dangerous either way you go because you have China involved, you have North Korea. South Korea is one of our biggest allies in the world, you know? Yeah. And they're sitting right there where North Korea could destroy them, technically, as they say. Yeah. But um, we don't know. It's just a shitty situation, but I'm going to turn it into a joke, so... Yeah, in other words... Uh, Watch North the Korea. interview. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> like Basically, they're being the same-same, but different. They're, <laughs> they're not being really different. Same-same, but not very different. <laughs> Uh, sometimes I feel like a plastic bag. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much going on. Uh, Windows 10 came out this week. Um, I've been waiting for fucking two days for my update now. It's, oh, man. It's, it's kind of pissing me off. At least you have a computer. <laughs> <laughs> At least you have a computer. Yeah. I um, actually haven't seen anything about Windows 10, so I'll let you take it from here on that. Like, Tell me like what the features are, what's the changes, and what can we expect? Um, it seems like it's a... I haven't played with it yet, but um, based off what I was reading, it's a perfect combination of 7 plus 8, more simplified. So the start menu's back, so everyone that was complaining about the Metro taking over or the start menu missing... Yeah, they can shut go the shove fuck it. up. They can shove it right up their assholes. <laughs> it's back. Even though the Metro was pretty easy to figure out in Windows 8.1, which was fucking gorgeous. Um, apparently it's really smooth. Um, everything they, they did to it made it very, very smooth. Um, and it's very optimized where older PCs are running better on Windows 10 than they were on Windows 7. Oh, cool. So that's kind of cool. It's yeah. bringing fresh life into these older devices. Hell yeah. Yeah. Bone again. Um, so that's really cool. I'm just sitting here waiting, Microsoft. I, I'm a fanboy. I want to put my hands all over you and fondle you and touch my screen. Give him his goddamn copy. <laughs> Give me the goddamn page. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I just want to touch you, you sick bitch. <laughs> Let me touch you. So, just waiting on Windows 10. But that came out, and everyone seems to like it. Um, cool. I know the company I work for, everyone was kind of worried for a second. Like, oh, these older folks are going to be confused. All right, so the companies are adapting to it? They're, They're going to have to. I mean, it's it, the cool thing about Windows 10 is if you own a copy of Windows 7, 8, or 8.1, you get a free upgrade. Oh, cool. Yeah, I got that. My, where I work at, Freebox Windows 7 still. We haven't made the Windows 8 switch yet. Yeah, and I feel like most businesses probably won't. Um, there's no real benefit to them going to 8 or 8.1 or even 10 yet. Uh, I'm sure bigger companies might, but call centers um, and other companies probably won't. Yeah. It's just, it's efficient. It's almost like the XP of Windows right now. But yeah, that's cool. That's the new news with that one. Um, anything new with the Oculus? Uh, Do they have an official date or no? No official date yet, as far as I'm aware. Uh, for either the Oculus or the Oculus Touch, which is the controller uh, add-on they'll have later on in next year. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't really been hearing anything, at least uh, big news about it or anything like that. That's kind of a bummer, but I know they're working hard on it. They're doing a lot of cool shit. Um, 
I know that the uh, the Pebble Time. The I don't know if you know the company Pebble. They make smart watches. They were yes. one of the originals on Kickstarter. Actually, they were like the one of the biggest Kickstarters. Oh, they were a Kickstarter. Okay. Yeah, dude. I, I had the original Pebble. Loved it. Uh, Pebble Time just came out to the masses. You can pick it up at Best Buy now for one ninety nine. I'm kind of eyeballing one. They're really cool. Um, uh, I don't know if you're interested in Android news, but I know that uh, Motorola pretty much just raped the competition this week um, with their new releases. Uh, everyone was excited for uh, OnePlus, the company, to release their second phone called the OnePlus 2. Such a goofy name. But um, they were calling it the 2016 flagship killer because it was supposed to have awesome specs, no contract. You buy it outright for a set price. Oh, cool. So they announced it. looked pretty sweet. The next day, Motorola did the same thing, but better. So same, same, but different. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Oh, um, what do they so, got coming out there? So Motorola has the Moto X um, Play, which has a huge 3600 milliamp battery in it, a decent processor, nice little screen. Um, and they have the Moto X uh, Style Pure Edition, which is going to run um, stock Android, it's a 5.7 inch phone, so it's pretty big. Yeah, 3,000 milliamp battery with a 2K screen. It's a dick phone. It's a dick. It's yeah. The Nexus just it's just like the Nexus. It's bigger than my dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's bigger than the average American penis. But it's uh, yeah, dude. It's coming out. It looks fucking awesome. So that might be an option for people. It's gonna be 400 dollars, no contract. I love the no contract shit. No I'm contract all about is so awesome. buying the phone outright and just being able to do whatever you want. Pay monthly. Like I shouldn't have to get. There shouldn't be like a contract shit to no. sign or like credit checks and stuff like that. It seems retarded. Just let me buy the phone. Yeah. I'll pay you months for the service. Let me just own this piece of hardware instead of. I, I don't know. Like, I go through phones like crazy. I get a new phone all the time. Like, I just got this Galaxy S6 a week ago. Not even. Yeah, a week ago from today. Um, and the Note 5 comes out in like a month, I'm getting that. So it's like, <laughs> hey, I got a problem with it. But the thing is, with the Motorola phone, they're doing what, what Google did with the Nexus program, where it's like, originally what they did, it's like, hey, you pay 349 we give you a premium handset, you get an awesome phone, no contract. You do whatever the fuck you want with it. So Motorola's doing that, but this phone has a fucking 21 megapixel camera. Wow, Dude, that's pretty sweet. It's Sony's best mobile um uh, sensor for a cell phone, so it's the it's the best sensor you can get for a mobile device right now. Four hundred bucks, three ninety nine. Yeah. Anyone can buy it. OnePlus they had the market where it's like, hey, off contract, but you have to get invited to get the phone, and they just love cock teasing everyone. And the next day, Motorola did it, but better. Yeah, so, we're gonna tease your cocks. Yeah, we're, we're gonna tickle the ball sack and lick the hair and Ew. tug the seam. Uh, you took it too far. <laughs> Tugging the seam. Uh. Everyone just wants that hot load. <laughs> they want that hot Motorola load all over their screens. All right. So that's pretty cool, though. The phones it's, are just ridiculous now. Dude, yeah, cell phone technology is getting fucking ridiculous. Like, there's the whole patent that passed for, like, haptic feedback screens where it's been rumored for a while, but that'd be cool where you can actually feel things on your screen, you know, texturized yeah. screens. That's, that's happened for a while, but. I can't believe that's it's gonna happen eventually though, which is just re retarded. Absolutely, I mean, dude, the back of this Samsung Galaxy S6, you can put your finger on there and it reads your heart rate and your stress level. Really? Yeah. Does it have a fingerprint reader? Yep. What? Fingerprint reader, heart rate reader, um, O2 level reader. It reads your body fat, I believe. 
And hey, you're a fat ass. Yeah, you're fat as fuck, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the gym. <laughs> yeah, it just it just tells you you're a piece of shit, pretty much. That's crazy, though. That's that's pretty cool. The future. There's gonna be a future of like hyper, like healthy people. I think. I think that because of how like everyone's like always talking about how obese everybody is and stuff. Yeah. It's created this culture of anti-obesity. Maybe not like anti-obesity, like we hate fat people, but like. <laughs> We hate fat. Like everyone's moving. Everyone on. hates fat. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's moving to like healthier lifestyles, mm-hmm. uh, better energy awareness and stuff. I feel like stuff like that on your phone mm-hmm. will be a big part of a future culture like that, where oh, yeah. devices can tell you if you're healthy or not. If you sneeze on the mirror, maybe it can like tell you if you got a cold or something. You know, something like that. <laughs> just, that's, that is for some reason popped in my head. I was like, oh, dude, my minority report. That's so cool. That's what my minority report. So it's like. I'm gonna sneeze on this mirror, like, oh, you have a viral infection. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's like totally within the possibility of what we'll see, even within our lifetime. So that's exciting. That's very exciting. Um, I, I think you're right, though. The whole culture change. Um, it's funny you say that because most people are becoming, you know, more health aware. But at the same time, look at the outside. It's like everything has bacon in it, and everything has cheese all over, it, which is fucking awesome. Yeah, but... there is still that. Bacon culture. Bacon culture will never die. Yeah, it's like, awesome. be super healthy, but America. <laughs> you know, it goes hand in hand. So that's actually a cool way of looking at it. But I think that's actually it that I have for this week, man. Yeah, me too. I think we covered everything that I wanted to talk about and that I know you mentioned you wanted to talk about. Yep. I think we got a lot of cool stuff in there. Yeah, dude. Uh, a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline. Um uh, if you guys are big, you know, comic book fans, Batman fans, I know, or even Superman fans, of course, uh, Empire this week has a cover that has Batman and Superman on it, and on the inside of the cover, it also has them as Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent. It's a split cover. I'm going to buy it tomorrow. It's beautiful, and it shows artwork and still images from the new film, Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. So if you're a big fan, that's something you can look out for. Sweet, yeah, keep an eye out for that. I'm going to pick that up. Um, Besides that, though, uh, yeah, I'm just I, fucking Norman gave me a list of stuff to watch. Uh, I gotta get that Platinum in Arkham Knight, and I gotta get a computer. And he's gotta get a computer. <laughs> we should go to Fry's Electronics and build one. Shopping credit card <laughs> debt. Fuck your rent, dude. Payment's <laughs> yeah. dumb and overrated anyway. Yeah, I think that, that that's our <laughs> our material for this week. Um, stuff relating to the podcast. Keep an eye out. We're gonna have a Facebook launching pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, you can email us at beerstormpodcast at gmail.com. That's correct. Um, you can also email me at normantopside at gmail.com. Um, I don't know why you would, though. Don't do it, please. No, you should email him. <laughs> send him hate mail. Send me dick pics, please. Yeah, send send normantopside at gmail dick pics. Um, like Norm's saying, you can get us at beardstormpodcast at gmail. Uh, you can find me at thematcave.com or on Twitter. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Uh, we appreciate you checking it out. If you hate us, let us know. If you like us, let us know. And subscribe. Yeah, definitely subscribe. That'd be really fucking cool. We we'll love you if you do it. Hey, we love you long time. <laughs> no blowjobs, though. Yeah, I'll give a hand job. Fuck it, dude. Nice. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, this is the Beard Storm Podcast. Have a good one. See you later, guys. Bye.